The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. It's the Sunday Grill here on Beat 102-103 and my next guest has just opened a new business in Gorey in County Wexford. The Pink Room Beauty Bar specialises in nails and lashes and its owner is just 19 years of age and was recently shortlisted in the Young Person of the Year and Best Business sections in the Gorey Business and Endeavour Awards, a.k.a. the Gorey Awards. Ariana Seco joins me on the Sunday Grill this morning to tell us more. You're very welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. And congratulations for all those things. New businesses, nominations. Are you are you a very busy person? Oh, I'm very busy, but it is amazing. That's good to hear. And tell me about your new business. When did you open it? I opened it on the 28th of August. So a few months ago now. Is it a month ago now? Yeah, it must be two months, months ago. ago two months ago nearly, yeah. Two months ago already, that is insane. Oh my God. Um, it's my first business. It's going super well. I have two girls, three works. Well, three girls starting um October thirtieth. So very busy. We all are. We're fully booked up until Christmas. It's going great. Amazing. I love to. I love your language there. It's my first business. So yeah, that's my a, first business. Not your last. So you are you intending Absolutely to do more? Not. Absolutely. What would you like to do? What's the dream? The dream is to have a training academy and to train girls to do nails so they can all have their own salon. Okay, good stuff. Tell us about where this passion for nails and lashes came because at at, at only 19, you haven't even had a chance to think about, you know, college. (laughs) You only did your leaving cert last year. So how did this all start? Um, I actually never knew what I wanted to do. And all I knew was that I didn't want to go to college and I wasn't sure, like, my whole life when I was in school all of my teachers taught me was that I had to go to college and that college was the only way to go and that I wouldn't be as successful if I didn't go to college and I just knew that it wasn't for me and it wouldn't make me happy so I said to myself that I took a year out and I just figure out what I wanted to do and I don't know like since I was little I've always kind of done nails I've always been good at it so I was like right let's try this out and see how it goes and I did it and then I just never looked back it was amazing I loved it and I went from there. And now you have a venue. It's not as if you're doing it in your front room or you're going to people's houses. You actually have a place <laughs> where people come. How did that happen? Um, so I did my nail course with Young Nails Ireland in Blanchardstown. And almost immediately, I, I started working in a salon. I started renting the table in a salon in Gorey. And I worked there for a year and it was going super, super well. And... I just, I was like, you know, I had a chat with one of my friends that owns a business in Gorey's on Nicole Keane. And I was like, you know what, like, what am I waiting for? Like, I can totally do this now. Like, I have it there. I can do it. And I just went for it. I went to view a few places. I saw three places only. And when I went to see this place, I was like, no, 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 this is meant to be. This is my salon. <laughs> and it's based on Michael Street <laughs> in Gorey. Is that right? Yeah, St. Michael's Road on Gorey. Lovely stuff. So you're just a year out of school. And you now have your own business. But one of the things that you think is important to talk about is the fact that you did the Leaving Cert Applied. And you say there's a bit of a stigma around the Leaving Cert Applied. Why do you think that? I think there's a stigma around LCA because a lot of times people assume um, that because you do an LCA or because you didn't do the, the normal Leaving Cert, you don't have the same opportunities as everybody else. But I think you have equally as much opportunities um, there are so many ways to do things. College is not the only way. And I think people should be taught that more often. And will you tell us a little bit about the LCA for people who don't really understand how it's different to the Leaving Cert? What, what were you doing differently than people who might have been doing the 
what we know as the regular, you know, the Leaving Cert that's been there for decades? So the LCA is basically, you do like key assessments every month. So you, it's divided in three modules and you do a key assignment, one for module one, two and three. And then at the end of the year, you do like a small, like summarized Leaving Cert instead of a big, like huge one. Wow. And that's pretty much it. And does it have an impact on your points then if you do want to go to college, for example? Yeah. Okay. Um, you you actually don't receive any points, you get credits, but you can go ahead and do a PLC and most of the time you just have to do an extra year to get into the college you wanted okay. to anyways, if you would have done the Leaving Cert. Good stuff. And I think that people, you know, there's a, a lot of people maybe starting their Leaving Cert year who are already quite stressed about it. Did you, did you find doing the Leaving Cert applied a, a less stressful experience? I was not stressed out at all and it actually broke my heart to see my other like um classmates from the normal uh, leaving certificate being so stressed out because I just I just didn't understand why they were so stressed out because I was so relaxed about mine. <laughs> <laughs> and did you feel that stigma that you were talking about? Oh, absolutely. And they just like assumed that we wouldn't do anything like we wouldn't go to college and we wouldn't work when we finished school. Okay, well, look at you now. And did doing the LCA like give you an idea for business or, you know, did it help you in in trying to start your new business? Did you learn anything from the LCA? I did business in third year, but in LCA, I didn't do business. I did okay. have hair and beauty, though, and okay. that was pretty great. That was my favorite class. So, yeah, you, <laughs> you have hair and beauty and you have childcare and you have a little bit of other stuff like leisure work, active tribe. So tell us. Now, you've been nominated for two awards in the Gory Awards. You're 12 months. It's been quite the whirlwind for you. I like, know, it's insane. And at, at just 19, like, what's your speciality? Are they the lashes or the nails or a little bit of both? I do just nails. That's my specialty. Okay. And then someone else does the lashes, do they? Yes. Leander Dora does lashes in my salon at the moment. Brilliant. And then what, what's your clientele like? Is it a lot of young people or everyone coming in? It's a total mix. It's crazy. I have loads of young people and loads of older people. Well, my favourite to do is acrylic, but I do shellac and I do biab as well. Good stuff. Biab is really the big thing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Good stuff. Well, listen, congratulations. It's so great to hear such a positive story. And uh, opening a new business at 19 years of age is no mean feat. (laughs) So you must be a very chilled person, are you? You don't sound like stress gets to you at all. Oh, I try to not stress out, but <laughs> it gets to me a little sometimes. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Well, look, if you want to check out Ariana's business, it is on St. Michael's Road in Gorey in County Wexford. You can check out the Pink Room Beauty on Instagram to see some of the stuff that she does. And she is nominated for Young Person of the Year and Best New Business section in the Gorey Awards. When did you find out about that, Ariana? I found out, um, I want to say, two days ago. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and did you expect it? How does it work? Do people, do people you know nominate you? How does it work? Yeah, you go on and you nominate people. I had no idea. I didn't even know Gory Awards like, was a thing until I found out I got nominated for it. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, as I said, Best New Business Section and Young Person of the Year in the Gory Business and Endeavour Awards, a.k.a. the Gory Awards. That is Ariana Secco. 
owner of the Pink Room Beauty uh, in Gorey and just 19 years of age. I'm kind of slow to say just 19. Do, do people think, talk about your age when it comes to owning a business? Do you find there's oh, a little no, bit of stigma in that feel, even? Yeah, I feel like especially when I was first starting, I felt like there was a, a little bit of a microscope on me just because I was so young. People weren't expecting a lot from the salon. And, you know, when I'm in the salon and the girls have clients and they're like, so who's the owner? And I'm standing right next to them and they're like, she is. And they're like, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> is that a positive experience? Oh, well, I'm proud. It doesn't bother me, so it's OK. <laughs> OK, good stuff. I look onwards and upwards and I'm sure I'll be talking to you again when you have that whole system of a training college and lots of different pink beauty rooms around the <laughs> country. <laughs> Best of luck, Ariana, and thanks a million for talking to me this morning. Thanks so much, Laura. Bye. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. That is Tate McRae. You know what it's called by now. It's Greedy and you're listening to Beat 102-103. Andy from Husky Rescue Ireland joins me on the Sunday Grill now. Husky Rescue Ireland is a charity that rescues and rehomes, you know it, Huskies, but also Akitas in this and they are this year's beneficiary of the Maxi Zoo Ireland Friendship Connects campaign. Um, it's going to see the sale of multi-purpose pet pendants both online and across the chain's 29 Irish stores and lots of stores here in the southeast between now and November 30th and then all the profits from the sale of those pendants um, which can be either worn by pets or their owners or used as trolley tokens are going to be donated to Husky Rescue Ireland which is great news for the volunteers there and Andy Cullen is the man behind it all and he's going to talk to us this morning. Hello. Hey Orla. How's it going? Good, good. So good. tell us about Husky Rescue Ireland. Do you know that, um, oh, years ago now, I used to spend my time not even volunteering, uh, helping someone walk their friend's husky. And I've never seen a dog run as fast as that husky on the beaches in the southeast. It was like they were a ball of energy. I've never seen energy like it. Yeah, and, and they have loads of that energy too. So not only can they run fast, but they can run fast for, for a long time. Yeah, so if they run away and, from you, and- you're in trouble, aren't you? You're snookered. You know, there's, there's no there's no catching them. Um, if they want to go, go. The only way you can get a husky back is pray. Okay. Or, <laughs> or try and do some tricks to trick them into coming back. But if you chase a husky, that's it. The game is on. Oh, and you I ain't going to win. I can imagine. Tell us about Husky Rescue Ireland. Why did you set it up? Okay. So I would have done a bit of independent rescue and before I set up Husky Rescue Ireland, which I used to take dogs from Dundee and uh, free to good home dogs and then find them homes um, and then I, I stumbled across a husky who lived in a coal shed um, he's only young um, he was with his, his mother and father huskies um, he was in bad condition so I brought him home and cleaned him up and I fell in love with him and we kept him Oh. So people approached me, people used to ask me, can you help me rehome our dogs and so on. Okay. But then, of course, everybody seen me with the Huskies. They were asking me about the Huskies, uh, rehome our Husky because we got him six months ago and he's destroying the garden. Can you help rehome him? There was a, a rehoming place in, in Kerry, a Husky rehoming centre in Kerry. Mm-hmm. And there was kind of a, an association up, up the north. Okay. So there was nothing in between. So okay. at all, if I can... I can set up like a foster based rescue in the middle in Dublin um, that I'd be able to help. But as soon as I went live, uh, the, the associated page up the north closed and the rescue in Kerry uh, 
so got all, all contact. So I was I was left with everything. Okay. Yeah. Which which let's go back a step. Is, is tough. What's the name of yep. the husky that you rescued to start with, and then ended up being your husky? His name was Saber. Okay, and uh, Saber has Saber died since. He has. Okay. He has. And what age uh, did he live until? Uh, Saber was six years old oh, when old? he died. Okay. Yeah. And do um, they sad, have... tragic circumstances, oh, okay, but we okay. won't we won't get into it just now because no, I need to finish this interview. Okay. Oh, I'm <laughs> um, sorry to hear that. And how he, long ago was that? He is uh, six, uh, 2016, okay. seven years ago. So he's kind of he's probably the reason. He's not probably the reason. He is the reason why I started, mm. and he is the reason why I'll finish the rest of my career and mm-hmm. um, my able days rescuing dogs because I did promise him you know that I that I would mm. protect him and look after him mm-hmm. um, and I let him down and and that's why I do what I do and when I feel low and when but like now the pressure's huge mm. but when I feel like quitting I just think of him okay. and it brings it all back to me and I just power on because okay. it's really really tough at the moment okay you're saying that people are calling you and saying that you know can you take my husky and and like you hear that with other charities um, that rehome dogs and foster dogs. But for one particular breed, why is it huskies that people need to rehome, do you think? Um, they're not giving the dog the exercise they need. OK. Um, the dogs will become a little bit destructive. Sorry, one second, darling. Yeah, no hassle. Can you hear that racket? Yeah. How many dogs have you there? Oh, I thought by moving into this room would be quiet. That's my own dog. So how many dogs um, have you? Oh, I have 10. Of your own dogs? Yes. And are they all huskies? So, yeah, well, I've won, <laughs> I've won full husky. Okay. I have six husky crosses. I have uh, a boxer. She's she's 11 and a half. Okay. She's unfortunately going downhill on me okay. um, and then I have an Akita and I have an Akita cross wow that's a lot of big dogs um, yeah a lot of exercise I uh, just add just add to my workload but no it's great look when you get out on the bike with the dogs it's great for the mind it's great to to focus on something else instead of rescue for for that hour and a half or and what are you hours, doing so. are you you're cycling is that what you mean by the bike when you're going out with the yeah, dogs yeah I do yeah yeah, I'll put the dogs onto the front of the bicycle and then off we go. We do three and a half to four K run. And okay. um, what I do is I let them free run for the first half, which and they burn off so much energy. And then I, I hold on the brakes then for the second half. Oh, and they work for it. So you do. Wow. So like they're it takes, dragging it takes you. about twenty minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It wow. takes about twenty minutes. 25, 12, 20 minutes. Okay. And they are absolutely shared after. <laughs> and that's and that's from that run. So that's how easy it actually is to exercise. That's I usually do about three at a time. Wow. Um but getting back yeah, to what you so. were saying about people <laughs> yeah. who ask can you help them when it comes to rehoming a husky, that is seems to be the major problem, is it? That they don't realise how much work and how much exercise a husky needs. Yes, they need the exercise um, if you don't give it to them. Like they do, they shed all year round as well. So mm-hmm. their coats are, because they're supposed to blow their coat twice a year, which they do, but they constantly shed because their climate isn't isn't for these dogs. So okay. they're trying to always adjust. And because their temperature is going up and down, up and down, like it's 23 degrees the other day in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so the Huskies coats are, are constantly just shedding all the time. Now, a good hoover 
you know, is, is, is a good job and, and it's fine. Right. You know, we brush our dogs outside and any hair that comes out, like the 10 of them live in my house. Uh-huh. Um, they, they have free run of the downstairs, um, but we just keep it clean and, and it's fine. You know, it, it's it's great. Uh-huh. But people don't, people can sometimes get overwhelmed by their hair or okay. they can get overwhelmed by the exercise. Um, but then there's the housing crisis is causing a lot of problems for us, mm-hmm. a lot of problems for them. And people are losing their homes. They can't get rented accommodation, which will accept their dogs. Mm. They're coming to us. They have deadlines. We have no space. And then we hit the brick wall. Where do we go? What do we do? Andy, are mm. are they a popular choice for adoptions? I know you, we see lots of whippets and small dogs seem to be very popular. Um, we were only speaking about this on uh, World Animal Day a couple of weeks ago, that there are certain dogs more popular than others. Is a husky up there in the popular stakes when it comes to being adopted? Not at the moment. Okay. Too Not expensive. at the moment. And the reason, for me, no. Like, uh, uh, adopting a dog in Ireland, most rescues have an adoption fee. Ours yeah. is 200 euro. Okay. Okay. And for that 200 euro, you get a dog, a family member for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. You get his vaccinated, microchipped, neutered, de- warmed, deflated. Um, everything is done with that dog. So you're getting the dog for an absolute bargain. Yeah. Um, so the, the the cost of the dog reduces immensely if you for someone who's going to buy a dog because you go and buy a dog you get the first vaccination and if you, you might the dog might be warmed and deflated if you're lucky but immediately you have to pay for a second vaccination of course you have to worry about deflate deworm and then when it gets old enough get it neutered spayed mm-hmm. and if you run into problems mm-hmm. you're on your own but with a rescue and especially we most rescues we have what's called rescue backup so if anyone runs into problems that's adopted off us and they can't keep the dog for whatever reason, the dog has to come back to us. Okay. And we will, all, we will stand over that for every dog okay. um, that we adopt out. Okay. Um, and do you find you get that? Do people go back to you or? We have, we do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of those reasons would be generally for housing reasons. Okay. Um, and somebody's out there losing a house and they know where to go with the dog. Um, and we've had to take dog, our dog back and say if they already have a dog, we've had to take two. Um, now, we will never leave a dog behind. You know, if, if, if there's a buddy with that one and we have to take it, we have to take it. And that's when we get put under a lot of pressure. OK. And then, Andy, for people who might be considering a husky, we know what responsibility it is with having a big dog like that. But what do they add to a life? What's their characteristics in general? They're very funny. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're entertaining. They're the entertainers of the dog world. Yeah, That's from the one That's husky that I experienced, I think you definitely are spot on with that one. They definitely are entertaining. Yeah, they they do entertain you. They also make you cry and pull your hair out at the same time. Um, but the good times, honestly, the good times outweigh the bad with them, you know. And it's not it's not bad. It's frustration or it's just. They can be cheeky yeah. and stubborn. Their recall is is so bad. Okay. You know, we you can never let a husky off lead unless you're in an enclosed area because yeah. they will just go yeah. and keep running away. So um, a bit very like clever dogs. Any but, family, the good outweighs the bad, really. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And if you if you do choose to get a husky, come to us. Okay. You know, every dog that we have, we assess fully. The dogs that you adopt from us already has a personality. Okay. When you buy when you buy a pup. You don't know what that pup's going to turn out like. Yeah, true. When you get a dog that's a year and a half, two, three, four years old, their personality is there. It doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know exactly what you get. 
Well, you are Husky Rescue Ireland. If people want to check you yep. out, you can search that way. And you are rescuing, rehabilitating and rehoming healthy, neutering dog, neutered dogs. And you're also educating and supporting the general public on responsible dog ownership and dog welfare. And you are the recipient of Maxi Zoo's Friendship Connects campaign. It's going to see the sale of multi-purpose pet pendants online and across the stores that are here in the southeast and throughout Ireland. What are you going to do with the money raised from the pendants, Andy? More than likely, it will go off our vet bills. Okay, Our vet bills at the moment stand at about €20,000. Jeepers. Uh, We we are, are so active and so busy. Okay. Um, our vets are our vets are amazing, and that's with discounts. But unfortunately, we've taken in a lot of older dogs that have cancer, have um, joint damage, uh, you know. And we don't we give one dog who had a really horrible life, and he had cancer, and um, we give him a chance to have another six months or a mm-hmm. year to of of a good life mm-hmm. before he passes away, so that he lived this world with good memories. You know, and that's what we try and do for them as well. Um, and just one one last, just one thing from our end with the Maxi Zoo. Um, it, it's absolutely amazing to be chosen by Maxi Zoo because there's so many rescues out there, so many charities. Mm-hmm. And to be nominated and then finally accepted, it, it was huge for us. We do always shop in Maxi Zoo, so it's great to actually get recognized um, as, as, a, as, a, as a reputable rescue. So. Well, I just want to say thanks to them as well. Brilliant news. And any of those pendants that are sold between now and, and November 30th, the profits from them will go to Andy and to Husky Rescue Ireland. And as you heard, they're doing great work for Huskies and Akitas across the country. Those pendants are available on Maxi Zoo's website or if you visit them in store and they're in stores across Ireland and, of course, here in the southeast as well. Andy, just... Congratulations for everything you do. And I do think that for you. your your first dog, Sabre, did you say that was his name was? Yeah. Well, you're That's definitely doing all that in his yeah. name. So congratulations. Thank you very much. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Well, it premiered to acclaim uh, last January at Sundance. It's an immediate number one for Netflix. They paid 20 million, in fact, for the worldwide rights. Worldwide rights, But does fair play pass the Brian Griffin likability test? That is, does it have a lot of quirks and a smart script? Because that's what Brian likes. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. I'm always You're right. very right. Thank you. Fair Play stars Bridgerton's Phoebe Devener and Alden Enreich. Let's have a listen then RB will give us his thoughts. Are you ready, Brian? Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. We're getting married. We're getting married. I wish we could tell the whole world. We're going to have to tell them sooner than later. Morning. Morning. I think it's the right time to admit we're breaking policy. Quinn. What? I overheard it on a call. We're gonna go grab a drink. Do you want to join? You made half the big calls last quarter alone. So, what did he want? He's promoting me. Congratulations. I'm sorry. Why? I'm so happy for you. There you go. Okay. That is, uh, oh, there's more to it. 
wonder how she got the fast pass. We must. We may. We may have missed something really important there by me talking over it. But what's new? Can I just give you the gist of that clip? Because it's really mumbly. I, I was like, they're getting what? They're getting what? When I was listening to it ages ago, and then I realized, ah, they're getting married. They're in love. Yeah. So yeah, they're two workmates. They're in love. They shouldn't really be going out with each other in the workplace. Am I right in saying that? They're getting married. Yes. She gets a promotion, and as far as I can see, a little bit of male. Insecurity hits him. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's the movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it's uh, it, yeah. So Brian is at home, by the way, feeling a little bit yeah. unwell. So just in case you're wondering, yeah. the, the and I'm still powering through. You're, like you, and I you are. This. You're a phenomenon. I did watch this when I was sick, so that might impact you're amazing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see why. Um, but uh. Yeah, so it is basically basically that they they start the movie starts off they're this happy couple they're they're gonna get married and then um, Alden Einreich's character Luke is supposed to be getting the promote this promotion because uh, Emily who's the, who's Phoebe's character is is heard like overheard the lads uh, other lads saying that they heard the boss saying it on a phone call he tells she tells him they're delighted then she gets the promotion and uh, then it turns into this kind of just he, he's Luke's not happy that Emily got the promotion, okay. and it's gradually just, yeah, it's gradually just the downfall of their relationship in a in a stock market setting, which I just don't understand. So they, while they're saying all these decisions, I'm like, I yeah. just have to wait for the, someone to say you did it, or oh, oh because I'm like, oh no, it, the the it's down sixteen points, and then I'm like, oh, that's bad, and then they're like, yes, we predicted that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yay! I totally get where you're coming from because I was watching a BBC series called Industry which I loved for two seasons and someone said to me isn't it great that you know it's set in a bank and I was like what? It's set in a bank? But obviously they meant the stock exchange of I got absolutely none of those bits it was more the intrigue and the human relations that I was there for Yeah well that's 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 what you'll be here for then again because I have no idea what and is the intrigue and human relations there for me if I want to really deep dig deep into this movie? Uh, you don't have to dig deep at all. Mm. Maybe just bring a trowel or something. And, you know, it's, it's pretty much on the surface. Uh, like it's 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 basically all about how Emily is being so becoming successful, and Luke can't handle the fact that she essentially got the job instead of him. Okay. And that's that's it. It's that's just the premise of the movie. That they spent millions on getting the rights for and was acclaimed at Sundance. I'm really surprised. Yeah. Mm. Maybe in this case, case it flew too close to the sun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, well done. And it also stars uh, Eddie Marson, who you will recognise from so many films. He is in like lots of BBC dramas. He was in Ray Donovan, if you remember that series that was on for about seven years. Sherlock Holmes. But he has an American accent in this and it's really kind of disconcerting. I don't know what it is it, about it. A hundred percent, because he's in one of my favourite movies, The World's End. Okay. And he's a classic English kind of fella and that. And I was like, he came on screen. And I was like, oh, Eddie Marison, let's go. And then it was like an American accent. And I was like, this does not feel right at all. Bizarre. I don't know. It's It was a weird script. It was a weird movie. It felt very much like they weren't in in the for the movie itself as as much as they were in in it for to be able to show off that they can do certain okay. acting okay. styles. Like the movie itself, oh, I don't know. I was I was happy when it was over, kind of a thing, you know. But it's it's again, 
as you were saying, it's not a me type movie at all. It's, no. a, it's a drama, mystery, thriller. I thought it'd be more entertaining, though. But it's basically, I don't know, it's basically just a toxic relationship. And the, the music in that clip that we played kind of um, almost throws you in a different direction. I thought something really eerie was going to happen. You know, it kind of throws you for a loop all the, uh, the way that it's set up. You know, just to hear that someone's jealous of their future wife and their relationship falls apart. I'm like, mm, yeah, OK, you know. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I think it's one of those movies where I'll be like, this is a classic example of toxic masculinity. Oh, and I feel nice. Like I will not carry on any more talking about it after that because <laughs> I'll get cancelled. OK, let's do some uh, black pudding. So. Oh. I don't know. I just it didn't it never grabbed me because in the first scene they, they get married. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're they're. They seem like a good couple, but you just know that nothing's going to kind of work out. I, I just like I didn't I knew zero. I didn't know. It, I didn't know I'd done anything in Sundance. I didn't know they bought it for 20 million. I just saw that it was recent. And it's like I I just was like, this is just so setting up that this relationship is going to fall apart. I thought she was going to die and he was going to be mm. trying to figure out who the killer was. I literally had, like zero idea what's going to happen going in. But it's like, oh, I don't know, like how many more? I don't I, like I, I, for, for, I, when you go watch a movie. Do you want to watch it about a toxic relationship in the stock market? You no. know, is that what you really want to sit down and I watch? I want more than that. So, did you? Yeah, black- I want like a. They didn't even have a song. Like they didn't even sing. Have a like a dance number or anything. Foolish. You know, which, Foolish. Did in you- a in a drama mystery thriller, I thought would be to be expected. Mm-hmm. Have you black pudding dish? Did I miss that moment? No, I didn't. I started going on a different <laughs> rant. Um, I would say, uh, like. Four. Four. Okay. Terrible, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Four out of ten. It's on Netflix right now. It's called Fair Play. And Brian saw it from his bed. Um, let's, yeah. Can we just talk about Saltburn, which a trailer came out for this week? The new psychological thriller drama starring um, our very own Barry Keown, but also what's his face from, oh my gosh, he's from Euphoria, Jacob Alordi. Have you seen the clip for this? Okay. Nothing I see. Oh, no it trailers looks anymore. so bizarre. Have a look at it. Um, it's directed by Emerald Fennell. You remember she was in The Crown. She played Camilla Parker Bowles in well, The Crown. Well, she did Promising Young Woman as and well. A, yeah, of course. She did Promising Young Woman. She was on all the red carpets for that. So, um, have a look at the trailer and see what you think because you're going to be going to see it in mid-November. It's about, uh, you know, uh Students, a little bit like the talented Mr. Ripley, I think it's about a young university student who's Barry Keown, who comes in, infatuated with his aristocratic soulmate and his wealthy but eccentric family. And I think it looks really good. I think it's going to be one that you're going to really not like at all. And I'm going to think is brilliant. Classic. Okay, dokie. Well, get I think better. At this, I think at this stage, it's like it's not surprising what movies are like. And oh, totally. Like, really, is it? Totally. Yeah. That's it. I'm completely biased in every single review I do. <laughs> Get be better done. soon. Miss your face. Yes, ma'am. Talk yes. to you soon. Bye. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102 103.